we finally figured it out, dude. We figured out this technology. <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> so much trouble. Yeah, it was really confusing. And uh, my favorite analogy to use is we put a man, we put multiple people on the moon in, in the 60s, and yet I can't figure out how to get rid of an echo or a lag in 2021. <laughs> Well, it doesn't help that I'm the only one who's tried to use a phone on your podcast. Yeah, uh, for everyone listening, I sent him a link, and it was supposed to connect us on a computer. He thought he could use his phone, and it just it was not working. And thankfully, after I think about an hour of troubleshooting, we have we figured out what we're doing, and we're making a podcast. Dude, you have not been on this podcast since episode 20, and we're coming up on like episode 110 or something. So... Which, congratulations, by the way, that's a long time to be doing anything. Yeah, so. yeah, but man, 20. So, yeah, back back <laughs> 100 more episodes in. So a lot has changed, I guess. Well, I've seen you since then, but you haven't been on the podcast since episode 20. Yeah, and people are like, oh, thank God. I mean, this is why I listen to this podcast. This, this random guy is finally back, so... <laughs> Well, the last time, okay, so the first time you came on the podcast, uh, not Terminator 101 related, uh, Eddie Green's 101 related, was the first time I ever used my setup. You were the first person uh, that got to use the mics, that got to use the setup. That was really, that was really cool. And we did it at your, at your place. Yeah. And uh, I've seen you since then. I think uh, three months ago was the last time I saw you with Phil. Yeah. 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 So we stay in touch, um, but I uh, wanted to reach out and get you back on here because, yeah, like you said, lots changed and uh, we'll, f we'll, we'll, we'll free flow here. What are you playing with? This is, <laughs> this is called an infinity cube. Uh, it's a fidget toy. I, they can't see this, right? They cannot see it now. Okay. Well, it, it basically is just a cube that you can fold into itself like infinitely, which is why it's called an infinity cube. And uh, it helps people like me who just like to play with things all the time and are very fidgety. It's a fidget toy. Oh, okay. So it's keeping my hands occupied. It's a, it's a, it's a variation of those fidget spinners. Yeah. Not okay. as trendy, I guess. Well, I think fidget spinners are dead now, right? You'll look like an idiot if you have one of those. Or, <laughs> I don't know. I can't keep up. I look like an idiot to begin with, so I don't need a fidget spinner. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Also, everybody, if there's a little bit of a lag, um, that's just, again, technology in 2021, but hopefully it's not too annoying or distracting. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. All right, so, dude, the first thing I definitely wanted to talk to you about, ooh, nice stomach. He just stretched, and I saw his stomach. <laughs> uh, the first thing I wanted to talk to you about was, uh, do you have any Dr. Seuss books that I could maybe buy from you? No. <laughs> why, why? So you're collecting Dr. Seuss books? Dude. I saw the title of the article. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, particularly if I ran the zoo or to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, I'll take those off your hands instantly. Okay. Unfortunately, I don't. <laughs> but. Well, you, okay. So you, you clearly don't know what's going on in the world of Dr. Seuss. No, I am he's, completely out of touch. He's being canceled, man. Why? Okay, are you ready? You so tell here... me I can't feed you, you tell me I can't read one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. 
I mean, you can. That's not one that's causing controversy here. Um, all right, so I switched the screen, right? Now you can see the article. Yeah. So here we go. Watch your stream real quick. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Dr. Seuss books are pulled. And uh, so, so this comes from the New York Times. Very, very, uh, very reputable. Dr. Seuss books are pulled and a cancel culture controversy erupts. Um, so if we scroll down, these are the books right here. So you, you can see the books. Yeah. Okay. So you got If I Ran the Zoo and To Think That I Saw It on Mulberry Street, On Beyond Zebra, and Mick Elligott's Pool. Um, so it says here, right? It says uh, some aspects of Seuss's work have not aged well, including his debut, which features a crude racial stereotype of an Asian man with slanted lines for eyes. Oh, no. So this is like... <laughs> This is like small. It, it, this is like it's a small world after all. <laughs> <laughs> and and I guess the people that represent him, like his his estate, say that these are hurtful and wrong. Um. So for me, right. So when I read that line, it, uh, a racial stereotype of an Asian man with slanted lines for eyes. Okay. First of all, right. When it comes to Doctor Seuss, right. I mean, I I don't know about you, but. I used to read the shit out of Dr. Seuss books. His, his It wasn't as big in my childhood, but I definitely read some. Yeah. His illustrations were never were never this thing that were so like, oh my god, look how incredibly like elaborate and 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 well designed his illustrations are. They were so crude. Every single illustration looked like it was almost half-assed in a way. And so Sure. And so when you have, when he writes an Asian character into his story, again, you have to remember this is in the 30s. I believe this book comes out in 1937. Yeah, this is also, this is also a very non-PC uh, period of time. Correct. The 30s. Correct. People were not trying to be careful back then. Correct. But here's my thing, right? So first, uh, his illustrations are crude. So he's not going to really focus a lot on the eyes or he's not really going to focus a lot on, you know what I mean? It's, it's going to be a very kind yeah, of, no, I get what you're saying. It's going to be a very kind of just, you know, I'm just going to make the eyes and then I'm going to move on because this, this is a, 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 just a kid's book. And also, can't I go to a library right now and get mind comp and get what? Like mind comp. What's that? The, the book Hitler wrote. Oh shit. It's literally the book Hitler wrote. I don't think that's been canceled. Like, I think I can go to and get that. And I understand these are like children's books, I guess. So they don't want to like, I guess, give racist depictions to the youth. But I mean, but is I'm it sure a kid can get my, <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't know. But Mikey, is it, is it racist? Is he in this book saying Asians suck or is he just, no, I mean, I, I don't think he was, when he was illustrating, I don't think he was like, oh, I can't wait to make these Asians look as just stereotypical as I possibly can. Like, I doubt, <laughs> I doubt that was his intention. Um, but I don't know. I think there's also like, do we stop listening to Michael Jackson's music? I mean, everyone, no one's going to do that. You know what I mean? Like, there's plenty of controversy controversy with him. And, you know, that documentary came out, but it's not like the radio stations canceled Michael Jackson's music. I mean, I feel... 
I don't know. I think it's a very hard subject when you talk about canceling. Exactly. And uh, especially in both cases, Dr. Seuss and, and Michael Jackson, both of them are dead. So like, you know, it's, yeah, it's, uh, so to just really kind of touch on that documentary, cause I know what you're talking about though, I, I, like leaving Neverland or something was what it was called. Yeah, exactly. I mean, those guys are going after Michael Jackson and he's been dead for almost a decade. And it's like, just, you know, he was found not guilty on both, both, both trials. So leave the fucking guy alone. I mean, I'm a big MJ and, fan. And I don't know, maybe maybe he was guilty, but I, um, I'm, I'm one of the people that believes in separating art from the artist. So it's like, I can be aware if, so uh, let's, let's say it was a situation where, I mean, sure, he was, he was, he was found not guilty, but, but maybe there's a, and I haven't seen the documentary. I still want to. Um, because it seems like it would be uh, very informative. But um, but let, let's say he was guilty and was just found not guilty. I can be like, okay, Michael Jackson did a horrible thing, uh, and he should not be praised for that, but also understand that he made music that was revolutionary to the g- genre and had a huge music musical impact like on the world. And I can kind of separate those two ideas from each other. doesn't mean I'm going to be like, Oh, Michael Jackson was a great guy. No, he just he made some great music. The end. Yeah, exactly. And Doctor, you know what I mean, and, and I feel like, are they talking about just canceling these books or canceling Doctor Seuss? Well, that's the thing. That's the thing, right? So the books have been pulled. Those those books in particular, as far as I understand, yeah. as far as I understand, you can't you can't go on Amazon and buy them. Um, I'm pretty sure they're 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 not going to even publish them anymore. You can go on eBay, and this is why I was like, do you have any ones that you can sell? Because these things are going for like five thousand, six thousand dollars now. Wow! Imagine. <laughs> so, you know, it's 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 really upsetting because I don't think that he went in with any cruel intention to Asian to like people. He wasn't thinking, oh, when I when I and what? I. I'm I'm pretty sure he he made the illustrations. I'm pretty sure he was the illustrator. So he didn't I definitely see what you're saying. Okay. Here's a great parallel to make with this. I dare any so and and you know what? I can totally understand like hey, I am all for equality on all fronts. Racial equality, um, you know, gender identity equality, you know. I I think I think everyone deserves their rights, their say. You know, watch Greece. Someone, you can get Greece now, but watch Greece now under the lens of 2021, and you will see how like wildly sexist that movie is. It, I mean, it, it's a great movie, but it's wildly sexist. And and to be fair, it's a period piece, which I think also gives works in its defense like it takes place in the 50s right yeah so people in the 50s were already sexist and i feel like it's also a product of its time like Uh (sighs) uh-oh i think we lost mikey uh let's see here yeah we lost mikey hold on he'll be coming back testing Okay, you're back. Oh, God. What happened? It dropped me for some reason. Hold on. Okay. Can you see me? I cannot. I can hear you, though. Uh, 
Okay, it's it's moving. Okay. It's moving. Oh, you're back. Oh, oh my gosh. All right, <laughs> let me turn off Wi-Fi. Maybe that's what messed me up. All right. And maybe I can't share a screen for too long. I don't know. Maybe that was it. All right, now. Now you're gone. This is amazingly. Up, oh, up. Oh, he's. This is a. This is amazing entertainment for people listening. Yeah, now it's just like a big loading symbol. Yeah, you might need a message. Let me message him. You might need Wi-Fi. Give it a second, folks. This is uh, seriously. This is what I'm talking about. 2021. Yet in the 60s, we can put people on the moon. Hello. Up. Oh, oh, I heard that. Hi. Hi. All right. Whatever. Uh. Anyway, sorry about that. Where did I leave off? Well, hold on. Hold That's on. That's annoying. Hold on. I I want to fix. Like, why is why can't I see you now? My camera's on. Oh oh oh! It's loading. It just did a little thing. I turned it off and on. Okay. It's like doing a little loading anyway. symbol. This is so good. This is excellent. I, yeah. I literally just said that. I was like, this is so entertaining. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter if you can't see me, right? I kind of want to see you. What the fuck? I know. Uh, Mikey. So stupid. I... The fuck? I'm ruining your podcast. Oh my god! You still can't see me here. I'll I'll try one more thing. I will very quickly exit and leave this uh, Discord. <laughs> All right, everybody listening, just uh, go use the bathroom or something. I'm sure it'll be okay. Okay, loading, loading. Check one, check two. Check, check. Okay, now for some reason you're not even in my headphones. Hold on, let me put you back in my uh in my audio here. Can you cut this? <laughs> I might, but we'll see. Go ahead. This is all you can edit this out, right? This, this isn't live. <laughs> no, this ain't live, but I might keep it in. It's funny. Stressing me out, man. Dude, why did you all of a sudden leave my headset? Why are you not in my ears anymore? Oh my god. All right, I'm going to leave and enter the call again. All right, how'd the call go? I'm going to give it a big old fat thumbs down. Choose your main issue. Oh geez, there's too many issues. Uh, I'm just going to say uh, other. I don't have time to write. There we go. Okay, thanks for your feedback. Yeah, yeah, fuck off Discord. I'm never using you again. All right, so here we go. Let's, let's call them. Let's, let's, let's call him. Okay. Talk. Hello. Oh my God. You're in my ears. Okay. But now talk again. Cause for some reason you're really low. Hello. Testing. Testing one, two, three. Okay. Testing one, two, three. Dude, you're back. What was funny? I'm back. What was funny about that was when I disconnected, it said, how did your call go? And I, and I gave it a big <laughs> fat thumbs down. <laughs> This is stressing me the fuck out. <laughs> I know this probably isn't good because you are somebody that, you know, has, has, uh, what, like, what is it? Like you have, 
Like, what is your, like, what is your issue? Like you have like anxiety, anxiety, right? You have I, need, I would need a diagnosis to know for sure, but, um, saving up for therapy, but, um, yeah, anxiety is yeah. most likely a part of the, that nice little mix. All right. All right. Dear God, cross our fingers that nothing else oh, happens here. Anyways, Jesus. So they tried to cancel us in the yeah. middle of talking about Dr. Seuss. Yes, it's it, the, the government shut down this call. That's what it was. It's the fucking government. It's the Illuminati. It's all that shit. They're fucking like you're talking about Dr. Seuss. Uh, uh-uh, it's too soon. They implanted chips in all of us. I swear, man. Dude, you were talking about Greece and how it's sexist and it takes place in the fifties. Yes. So, uh, to I guess paraphrase everything. Yeah. Basically, even though it's a period piece and it makes sense that people would act like that in that movie, do we to me, it's the same thing. That is the the way, uh, you know, females are depicted in that movie doesn't represent how we view them in society today. But does that mean we go back and cancel Greece? Because I would say the parallel makes sense to me. The only difference is with Dr. Seuss, it might be more of a racial issue. And with uh, Greece, it's more of a. A feminist issue and like you said that it's more aimed at kids greece isn't really kid friendly yeah it is aimed at kids i gotta remember that too but i don't know i feel like i feel like you can as a parent decide if you want them to read that book or not too true yeah it, i mean definitely those books aren't being read in schools anymore it's it's crazy dude you know at universal right they have a whole land dedicated to dr seuss it's called seuss landing and even universal is questioning their partnership now with wow. yeah with dr seuss it's 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 bizarre shit man how how cancel culture is just infecting literally everything and but my other point is and this is probably going to get me canceled i'm sorry when he when he designed the asian character he was sort of going off of what a lot of asian people look like i mean i'm just sorry i'm sorry i mean it's a fact that uh obviously in, in their facial proportions, like they, they have, I don't know how they to have, say this. They have kind of slanted eyes. They do, but it's part of, it's part of their, it's part of, I almost said cultural background. No, it's not. It's part of their uh, ethnic background. But the, the problem is when people start using that to discriminate and, and pr- propagate stereotypes, like the same thing goes with anything else. And, I guess it's up to you to determine if that's what Dr. Seuss is trying to do or not. Yeah, yeah. And again, like you don't have to read the book. True. Yeah. And um, honestly, what's funny is those were the books I never did read. The ones that are getting like getting canceled. Those those were never the ones I maybe if I ran the zoo or the Mulberry Street one. But the other two, this is the first time I've ever heard of these books. Those weren't the ones I read either as a kid. So. Yeah, it's weird. I always read the, you know, the big ones like the the Grinch, the Cat in the Hat. Yeah, cat, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And no one's no racist depictions in there. So. No, yeah, yeah. It's a fucking talking cat, and he calls his minions Thing One and Thing Two. I mean, Jesus Christ, that's fucked up. Or maybe, maybe actually, yeah. I mean, they don't even get a name. They're Thing One and Thing Two. Yeah, that's fucked up. I mean, can we can we kind of direct our attention to that for a second? That he doesn't even give hey, them Thing the- One. <laughs> Get over here and do this shit for me. And thing two, you go over there. And... Thing two. That's that's not great. Yeah, and <laughs> and unfortunately, there's also that movie with Mike Myers. That's not so great. 
Oh God! Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's bizarre, dude. But I just wanted to get your you know your your quick take on that. So you kind uh, of yeah, and yeah, not to har- and not to like harp on this for too long, but I guess my overarching take is I think people need to be careful because with anything in life, you set a precedent for something, and if you if you and the same thing works like in court too right so if you cancel one thing then basically anything else that fits under that umbrella is ripe for being canceled too and i think when it comes to people like like Har- like harvey weinstein right like people who are actual monstrosities that have committed like terrible terrible things yes you should not give those people opportunities to keep like thriving and succeeding because you are giving them more resources to do more terrible things that I completely understand. And I would like to make that very clear to anyone listening, but people, there are some, there are some things where I think we're really tiptoeing on a dangerous line where it's like, Oh, if they, if they say something that I find offensive, then they're canceled. And it's like, we we need to be careful to distinguish between the two when it's someone who's causing harm to our society or when it's someone who i don't know made a made a cartoon that people find offensive i mean don't buy his books you know don't don't support him and he's dead anyway yeah honestly you know what i should have done is i should have got one of my asian friends on here and been like yo are you offended by this that might yeah you know yeah, that, 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 that could be helpful, too, to see. I don't know. I mean, if it, but again, I mean, if people find it offensive, like, yeah, don't just don't support it. I mean, money, money, the, where you place your money is your vote, too. True. Very true. And, you know, the unfortunate thing is I think this taints his legacy. You know, it's unfortunate because I think nothing's come out that, I, that I'm aware of that he was, you know, fucking dude, Walt Disney was always accused of being like anti-Semitic and shit. And 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 yeah, dude, and they were they like they're way better now, and and you need you need to praise where progress is being made. Absolutely, you trace you trace back the history of humanity. We're all fucked up. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, like what I was going with is he hasn't been canceled. Walt Disney World is still a thing. Disney's producing movies and everything. So it's like the fuck, dude. I mean, he, he, he made it. And there's probably more to this article, but that's the first line of the, of the article that stands out to me. I'm sure there's other shit that's going on in these books, but that's the real focus point for me is the fact that they're, everyone's losing their shit over. Oh God. He he drew the eyes with little lines. Okay. Again, there is a ride in Disney still open with the same problem. Like maybe I said the, the, the word wrong is it it's a small world after all the one where you go around and you go like from different like region to region dude there's people in the africa african region with boomerangs what do you mean boomerang like they're holding a boomerang yeah like and they're dressed they're dressed like the whole rides feels like a big stereotype that is still going damn it's still running it hasn't even they haven't even changed the designs of the characters and they i'm pretty sure the Asian people in that ride have slanted eyes. Just saying. Wow. Yeah, see? Yeah. It, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point. But I feel like some people would defend in that case. 
oh, well, that is a that is a historical ride that's been around for years and years. Well, what's the difference? They either both need to be canceled or they both need to be just accepted somehow. I don't know. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. I didn't even know that. I don't even remember the last time I went on It's a Small World. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe since the last time I went, it's gone or it has been changed, but it wasn't that long ago that I did go. I should talk. Maybe like a year or so. I should talk to Josh because he's the Disney guy or Phil. Yeah. Tell tell him if he gets offended. Uh, Ask him if he gets offended every time he writes that. (laughs) I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Anyways, I don't know. Uh, It's sad, but if you do get in contact with those books, definitely, you know, send them my way i'll let you know because <laughs> those things are fucking hit <laughs> those things are history now dude um so uh i've been i've personally i've been uh there's this do you have netflix or no yeah okay so there's this uh there's this incredible documentary that that i recently watched i want to know if you've seen it on um uh elisa lamb do you know who i'm talking about elisa lamb i don't think so Elisa Lamb. Um, so hopefully this doesn't fuck everything up because I would hate to think that that's why our stream got cut. But I'm going to show you the video. That uh, okay. so I'm going to give you like I'm going to try to make it as as short of a description as possible. So anyways, this is a girl who uh, I believe she's 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 also Asian, which is ironic. Uh, I didn't plan that, but she's. Um, she this podcast Eddie what are you what yeah, are you doing yeah right am I propagating just Asian uh, <laughs> uh no she's Asian she she lived in Canada I believe and then she was um she just wanted to come to uh the you know the states and and kind of explore she was a free free wheel kind of person she just kind of went where the the tumbleweed went and um so she comes to LA and in LA there's this hotel which is very much like the Overlook Hotel in terms of its reputation it's called the Cecil Hotel and she goes there and this thing has been linked to so many uh it's been linked to Richard Ramirez who's the like the night stalker it's been linked to uh the Black Dahlia it's been linked to uh so many of these like insane fucked up people would do their shit right in LA they would kill people and then they would post up at the Cecil hotel because it was so cheap and so she goes there in 2013 and she stays there and uh she goes missing after her stay like she doesn't check out she just goes missing and um I'm gonna put a big spoiler here so do you mind if I spoil this or you don't want me to spoil it podcast it's fine okay uh, for everyone listening, if you don't want to hear the Elisa Lamb spoil, like stop listening now. So, anyways, I'm gonna pull up this video here, and I want to get your take on it. So, uh, we'll go to, let's go here, and I'm just gonna pull up the video itself. All right. So, can you see the the YouTube screen? Uh oh. I'm seeing loading. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Cool. So you see it? And I'm in. All right, so here we go. I'm going to play it. So this is the last known footage of Elisa Lamb. So you can see her, right? Yeah. Okay. So she goes in the elevator. She presses all these buttons. Right? And now this is where it starts to get creepy. Right? So she steps out. 
it almost looks like someone is like following her, right? Like she looks like she's hiding from someone. She backs up into a corner. She goes into the other corner. What the heck? Right? So it looks like she's hiding from someone. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now she steps back out. Okay. Now she's looking. No one knows because there's no audio. Is she talking to someone? Is she hiding from someone? Step. Why hasn't the elevator door closed either? Okay, well, that's... like cool. She's in front of it, right? Yep. Now she does a weird, like, square dance. What? What is happening? Okay. Also notice the time code is, is uh, scrambled at the bottom. Okay. Now she stands outside. Is she talking to someone? What is she doing? She raises her hand. Now she's going to step back into the elevator. Press more. I'm buttons. asking this genuinely. Does she have some sort of mental disorder? She does. Yeah, yeah. It's been uh, it's been determined that she uh, was bipolar. She was on med like medications. This must be part of it. Okay. Now she presses more buttons. She presses every button. This is the last footage they saw of her. What happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It's crazy. Uh, uh the reason the door doesn't close is because she's she's pressed the, the 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 stay open door and it keeps the door open for two minutes. Okay. Now she steps back out. Now this is the weird part right here. She does it like who is she talking? Like look at her hands. Oh my gosh. She's like making waves, incantations. People believe she's. Okay. She she's doing shit with her hands. She's like folding her hands, her fingers. And then she just steps off off frame. And that's it. And she's never seen again. Um she's never seen again? Well, she's never seen again up until so up until a certain point um let me get you back here hold on one second i'm gonna get rid of this so yeah i'm i'm really out of the loop so you said she oh no you said the hotel was connected to like the movie the movie night stalker right the hotel is connected to this guy named richard ramirez the like the night stalker and i'm not very familiar okay. with his with his history but this dude was like a serial killer. He went around. He broke into homes in L.A. and then he would post. Oh, up. okay. I'm following now. Okay. Yeah, he would post up at the Cecil, and um, uh. So, anyways, she goes missing. Right. That's the last thing they've they've seen. And obviously, her family's worried. You know, where is where is Elisa? And so the like the cops go looking for her and everything. And 19 days later, so almost three weeks later, right? There's this couple that's staying at the hotel and they're taking a shower and they're and they're using the water and they notice that the water has a funny taste to it and a brown look to it. And so they call the the front desk and they're like, "Yo, what the fuck is going on with your shit water here? It literally tastes like like it tastes like dog shit and it looks like dog shit." So they're like, "Oh, okay, well we're going to send the maintenance guy. Like we'll figure it out." The maintenance guy goes up to the very top of the hotel, which let me uh let me show you the um I want to show you a picture of this hotel. This is a this is a creepy looking fucking hotel. This is why I said it's like the Overlook. So Cecil Hotel. And dude, this thing is located right on Skid Row. You know about Skid Row. Yeah. Yeah. This thing is located right on Skid Row. So here is the hotel. Let me uh switch screens here. I'll just show you the entire screen. 
it should be popping up on your end. Let me know when you got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it. Okay. So this is the Cecil Hotel right, right here. Right. That's the Cecil. Okay. Mm-hmm. Up here, can you see where my little web thing is? My little mouse? Yep. Right there are four water tanks. And this maintenance guy goes up to the roof, goes over to the water tanks to check them, and finds one of the lids has been removed. And he goes up to it, and he looks in. God. And there's Elisa naked, drowned, floating in the tank. Oh, my God. And she's been floating there for, theoretically, 19 days. And... Well, that is horrifying. That is that is the crux of this documentary. So it's now it's how did she end up? How did she end up in the tank? How did she get there? I gotta, I gotta watch this documentary. Holy crap! Yeah, it's called Crime Scene Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel or something like that. It's on Netflix. I will watch that. <laughs> that is insane. It's crazy, dude. Uh, it's it's bizarre. Some people tie it to supernatural shit. I don't believe in supernatural stuff. It's neither do I. Okay, good. Yeah. So she's clearly off her rockers. She's probably, you know, she's there's there's like there's a lot of details I'm leaving out that the documentary fills in, but she probably came into contact with some form of drugs because it's literally located on Skid Row. This this hotel. Do they so? Did the documentary seem to think it had something to tie into with Richard Ramirez? No, 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 no. They just they they just correlate that because of like the the history of the hotel. It's like a fucked up hotel okay. in general. Yeah, that's like one of the episodes is like, oh, this is the place that Richard Ramirez stayed at, and so of course it's like there's right. there's this dark history, and it, like the crazy thing is is they had so many like suicides that were that 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 would happen at this hotel that were unidentified like people just people just like stayed at the hotel and then they ended up splattered on the side of the fucking sidewalk and they they like like you would go to the like the front desk and you'd be like how what's going on and they're like look the only thing we know is at one point he was on the 15th floor and now he's splattered on the side of the fucking sidewalk oh my god (laughs) Did he fall? Yeah. Did he did did he get pushed? Yeah. Like, which one is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he fell. He got pushed. Yeah, he got pushed. Do you want to get a room? Like <laughs> and it's really How many nights would you like to stay? Yeah, how many nights do you want to stay? Do you wanna <laughs> Oh, there goes another? <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> it's like it's like in the happening. Remember, like, remember the happening? Why the... would you ever stay there? Do you remember the happening though? The movie The Happening? Yes. Remember yeah. all, remember the remember in the beginning One of the all, best movies ever made. Remember in the beginning all those by like the guys are just jumping. <laughs> you gonna try to kill me in my sleep? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the best line in the movie. That was I uh, I love the happening. Uh thank you, M Knight. I love you. <laughs> What a masterpiece. <laughs> it's honestly, to, if anyone wants to like have some fun with a group of friends, like that would be a great drinking game movie, by the way, because it's just so wildly like. <laughs> and I, M. Night has made movies I've liked. I like that for the same reason I like The Room. It's like a spectacle, and you're just like, 
what is going on? Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, man, hold on. I got to pull that up now because now I'm just thinking about it. You're going to kill me in my sleep, aren't you? <laughs> I love the way Mark Wahlberg. No. Uh, oh, uh, what is it? The happening? He's a great actor, though. I don't know what happened with that movie. I think they were purposely trying to make a shit movie and they succeeded. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Hold on. Let me let me share the screen. <laughs> oh, man. This is too great. All right. Here we go. I'm more than happy to see this. underneath it it's so sinister sounding yeah it's so so menacing oh <laughs> oh uh, uh, hold on planning on stealing something no ma'am we're not plan on murdering me in my sleep what no <laughs> <laughs> just the genuine no <laughs> yeah I feel like I feel like those are two different scenes and he's like reacting to something that's actually worthy of saying what no and then M Night just cut them together so they're two totally totally different I, st <laughs> stuff like that happens like all the time in movies yeah um I mean obviously depending on the director and the editing team but um they'll do that they'll splice things together and <laughs> that's that's insane <laughs> yeah um Watch the movie if you haven't seen it. It's like it's just one of those movies you have to see at least once. Yeah, it's so good. But going back to the Cecil thing, I mean, this thing is, uh, and it's crazy. Yeah, you got to watch this documentary. It's it's uh, whew, it's heavy shit, man. It's four hours long, so make sure you have at least four hours to uh, to dedicate to it. But uh, yeah, wow. It's... I'll check that out. That is that's horrible, dude. The fact why would you drink the water once you even saw it? Like if I <laughs> if I saw water pouring out and it was brown, I'd be like, no. I'd be Mark Wahlberg. What? No. <laughs> Plan on drinking this water that's brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why people were unless they didn't notice at first, but holy crap, that's that is horrifying. That is terrifying too. Yeah, yeah. And they 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 interview the 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 hotel manager at the time that she disappeared, and she's like, Jesus, she's like a nutball. This fucking manager. She's like, yeah, she uh, uh, she 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 came into the lobby one night and was like losing her shit and i just i didn't think anything of it because you know this is skid row and i'm so used to seeing people come in here who were off their rockers and yeah. you know i i understand where she's coming from but at the same time it's like uh, i don't know i don't know it's crazy but the maintenance guy too that must have been pretty traumatic for him 
just well, going up to check on the water and then seeing that. Yeah, here's the thing, right? So he looks in, right? The, so the lid has been removed. He looks in. Caesar freaks out. He decides, you know, to go tell the front desk, but he puts the lid back on. And when the cops come, that's how they report it. They reported that she was found in a tank with the lid still on. And this only added to the how the hell did this happen? Because how can she lift this insanely like this thing weighs a lot, this lid, end up in there and somehow put the put the the lid back on? Because you're probably thinking that's well, weird he even messed that he even put the lid back on, right? That's kind of weird. Yeah. That's a little weird, yeah. Yeah, some people believe he's responsible. It's like, who? Uh, what a, <laughs> holy fuck. <laughs> there's, so, there's so many layers to this, to this story. It's crazy. It's, it's, you can go down a rabbit hole, but the, the really unfortunate thing is, is this was not a, a, like a, a small water tank. This thing was, when, when you fall in, you can't get out because it's not filled all the way. So you go in there, you are going to drown unless you have somebody immediately right above you that's going to pull you out. You know what I mean? Right. It's 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 scary, man. So it's like, did she go in there? That's scary. It, did, did she go in there not knowing what was going on? And then she got in there and she realized the severity of the situation and then you can't do anything you're up on the roof no one's checking up on the roof there you know yeah and then that's a horrible way to go like you realize like you're fucked like no one's coming for you and now you're in water and there's no like ladder to get out of the tank i i wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy the whole thing is i mean some people would wish that on dr seuss but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god yeah it's Pour, put him in the water tank <laughs> yeah fucking drown his ass it's crazy man but definitely check that documentary out it's it's really good will do so, so dude i've been talking all about me what's going on with me shit that i've been like what the fuck have you been up to whole lot uh not too much recently i mean i've been just trying to save go to work yeah. um I was I was working on something, but uh, it's it's been put on hold until like I don't know I get some other stuff together first. But um, yeah, I was working on a play. Um, it's it was it's called. Hmm? Uh, at some point, I was just gonna go for everyone listening on the last episode. You were really kind of did we t- like uh, in the okay. last episode were you. S- yeah, no, no. Even in that episode, you were sort of done with college, I believe. Yeah, so, well, I was working on a movie, but that was, I think I just really wanted to create something. But when I wanted to work on that movie, that was just out of the, the desire to create. But I didn't, I don't have enough of a background or like technical experience. Okay, TV, why? Hold on. <laughs> What's going on? Gordon Ramsay's talking in the background all of a sudden. Um, it's anyway. shit. It's shit. Your play is shit. Your movie is um, shit. It's going to be like The Happening. <laughs> so, but I didn't have enough, like, actual experience in the realm of, like, television or film to, I think, really handle that. My background has been in theater. Um, but when I came up for the idea of this play, it actually felt 
this felt really important to me and and still does and it's something i don't plan on giving up on it's just right now on hiatus Mm -hmm. until i can figure some stuff out um but it's called so this will get done at some point in my life i made that promise to myself so this isn't going to be like the movie where i'm talking about it on one podcast and then it's canceled the next freaking day this is this is something that does mean a pretty great deal to me and i do want to get it done some way somehow um it's called are you okay um i don't know how much you want me to go into like what it's about because it's kind of about a lot i can also like really paraphrase yeah paraphrase but don't spoil it i i guess the the most basic explanation of it is it is about a aspiring screenwriter who um moves to boston to try to pursue um screenwriting and you know he makes some friends and one of them happens to be in the industry he is a agent um uh what's the term uh, a literary agent um and they they form a friendship uh and he's kind of known him for about two years so he's been in boston for about two years now and his friend gets really lucky and at like a, a social gathering he runs into this really big up-and-coming producer um and he knows his friend Mark, that's the main character. Um, he knows his friend Mark has been working on something that he thinks is really good. And he goes up to the producer and he, he like, you know, pitches his friend to him. And he's like, he, he gets a, a date for a pitch for uh, this short series he's writing. So then he tells his friend and basically the play is about Mark dealing with some internal demons all while trying to race to finish the series for this pitch damn dude nice and uh is this like a a tommy wiseau thing not in the terms of quality but in terms of like you want to star (laughs) as well as this is the plan um it's my old acting teacher from high school uh i i I keep in touch with her because you know she was a she was a she, oh, what's the word? Uh, I'm her protege. She is my mentor. Mentor, yeah. She was uh, not only like a great mentor, but a great friend um, in high school. So uh, I, I just called her one day to get back in touch with her because you know everything with COVID happened, and I didn't really hear from her for a while. I didn't want to make sure her and her family was doing well. Um, and I just started talking about the play, and she was very amazing and she just offered so many resources and she was saying she would put on my play at her community theater in uh new hampshire and that was incredible for me because the biggest problem for this was figuring out how do i put this on i'm gonna have to think about building a set i'm gonna have to think about finding a location renting out that location casting like all that stuff and basically a lot of that stuff is going to be taken care of through her um so i just gave infinite thanks to her for taking a huge portion of the problems off of my plate. Whatever happened to, do you remember that thing you showed me that um, I think it was you and a couple friends had made and it was like a little, I don't think it was a movie yet. It was like a little clip and it was like, the thing I remember about it was the camera kept panning around you. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. How long ago was this? I don't know, man. This was this had to be a couple of years ago. Like the camera, like the, it, you were the person, you were the the star, and the camera kept panning around you pretty quickly. And I was like, dude, that's really cool. Like whatever that is, I want to see the finished product. 
are you talking about was this coach or was this because i was in a couple short films i was in coach was a which is about like a kid like basically trying to get past his depression and and find a job and then i was also in something that was a little more intense where it was about uh like this gang group and they um fuck up this job and i think it's i think it's that first one we're talking about yeah that uh that's finished i can send that to you if you want but do you know what i'm talking about is there a scene in there where like the camera is like keeps panning around you from like the bottom or something yeah i think so there's a very chaotic scene where like you know people are getting shot and everything's very erratic yeah yeah. Uh, I think it's closer to the end of that short film. I remember you showing that to me and I was like, damn, dude, that actually looked like that looked high quality. Yeah, that was when I was still in touch with some college people. Okay. Yeah. And then they what? They they ended up in water tanks. Yeah, I put them there. <laughs> yes. I've been drinking their water I for years. Got, yes, I just got a confession. I'm not editing that out. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. It was him. He's he's Richard Ramirez Jr. Oh boy, awkward silence. Where are we at? I'm at um my house. Where are you? What are we talking about? I'm at my house. <laughs> I don't know, dude. We're just talking, man. We're just talking. It's just two guys. Uh yeah. I mean, I did I did some of those at uh the i learned a lot from doing um short films too like it it, um it taught me a lot about the differences between like performing in theater which is what i've mostly done and performing in uh in film or television it's a lot of it's it's easier and harder in different ways it's it's easier because you have multiple chances to get the expression or the reaction you need but at the same time you have a lot less of you have to do a lot more like imagination work in your head as an actor mm-hmm. when you're doing a film because you, you you the set definitely helps of course but you also have cameras around you which I wasn't used to but um, I think you very quickly once you focus in you just start to ignore them um, but it's definitely that kind of like learning curve of oh let me get used to constantly having a crew around me and constantly you know having all the stuff going on in the background you just have to really focus internally or at least that's what i have to do now everyone not everyone a lot of people listening could potentially relate to this and so i want to i want to talk a little bit about it is the fact that you decided to go to college and now all of a sudden your college is sort of like in in your rearview mirror right yeah like uh i look at it this way it's it's not for me right now but i will not say that maybe i won't go back in some years in the future, because it's never too late for you. Don't ever think like, oh, I'm too old for college. I mean, there's there's really old adults who will still go back and go, you know what, I want to go finish. And that's what's right for them in the moment. So for me, like when I left, I mean, I my motivation was going out the window really fast. Like I I just stopped studying, you know, stopped doing assignments. I just like went to class less often and I just think college for me at the time was doing more harm to my mental health than it was going to help for me wow. in the long run. So I was just like, I need to, 
I need to do what's best for me right now and just recognize college is just not, not in the cards right now. And I don't think there's any shame for anyone that feels the same way. I mean, if it's right for you and it's feeling hard and you think you can push through, then absolutely do it. Anyone who can finish, finish. Because it's only going to do more help for you in your career than not. I mean, like if you want to be a doctor, then college is pretty necessary. I mean, you have to go through medical school. You have to get licensed. Everything I care about is in the arts. And if I go to audition, they're not going to see a guy who has a major in uh, performance and be like, oh, we're taking him. No, they're going to they're going to take the person who had the better performance in the audition. The major is not going to matter. It matters for other people. Yeah, it is. It is a very case by case kind of thing. And so I've always found it funny. You know, I mean, I always supported you, but I was always like, man, you know, it's it's just I think personally, because I, I dated a girl that that went to New York. She went to Pace University for for school mm-hmm. and, and to act. And I always thought it was such an unnecessary thing. I mean, yeah, you'll you'll gain insights and you'll gain extra things from it. But I mean, talent is talent. And, you you know, if you have it, you have it. If you don't, I don't know that you can necessarily truly teach it. There's that old thing of, you know, you can't teach someone to be funny, for for example, right? Like you're either funny or you're not funny. You know, you can't teach somebody how to end. Honestly, I think a lot of that can go to acting as well. I mean, you can do all the the coaching you want, but I mean, sometimes you're just going to get a what? No. And you're never going to you're never <laughs> you're never going to get past, you know, you can be like, "Dude, no, 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 no. I need more emotion at what? No." It, it, some- it's funny. I'll I'll push back a little actually. Go ahead. Um I say to everybody when they ask, I'm like Anybody can act like, and I honestly believe this now, obviously uh, I get a little weird when people are like, Oh, you have so much natural talent. And, and I, I won't discredit that. Like, I'm sure that's a thing. I mean, there are prodigies for a reason. I do think like some people may have just more of a natural inclination in something than not. But I really do believe that um, anyone can start from ground zero and work their way up through practice. Uh, improv classes really helped me become a better performer and a better writer because improv is really good at teaching your brain to form very quick connections and associations with things. Um, I recommend it to anybody, by the way. It can help with social anxiety. It can help with um, writing, performing. Uh, It's a great resource if you can use it. Um, But yeah, I think anybody can act. It's just some people start further ahead than others. Yeah, but you're going to, there are those people that think they can act and then they just are, they are, Jesus, they make, they make wood look alive. <laughs> the, the problem is, is when you become too overconfident and then that's when you think you're, you're hot shit when you're not that great. Yeah. 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 But I mean, hey man, if, if, if that's your, uh, it's what's your calling, right? It's it's what is what is the thing for you, and and you definitely believe it's some form of entertaining. Yeah, I, I, that is the goal. I just listen, I, and it's never for me been about money, accolades, fame. I, I think that's kind of the wrong thing to chase. Uh, I don't think if you're like I want to be an actor, you know, because. Well, I want to. I want to make it big, or I want to get rich. Uh, 
no offense, but I feel like you're chasing the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, I think anything you pursue in life should be just because you think it's going to fulfill you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that seems to be what helps fulfill me. Right now, the goal is to stay sane, which is kind of also why the, the play is on hold at the moment. I'm just trying to get some stability before I go back and tackle it again. And are you, uh, are you relating that at all to, to this, this thing that's been going on for a year plus now, this pandemic? Yeah. Uh, oh, the pandemic doesn't help for anyone dealing with mental health issues. Like you're being isolated from people. You know, a lot of people are separated from their families. I mean, the, the, the isolation thing kind of came and went, right? I mean, for all, the, all intents and purposes, we're back to normal. Just now we, we wear masks and you go, to certain, you go to certain places and now you have like little stickers on the ground that say, stand here, move here, go here. I mean, I hear all these people that say like, oh, yeah, we're, oh, quarantine, Qu- quarantine's over. I mean, I don't know about you, like where you live in the, in the world, but here in the States, especially Florida, like there is no such thing as quarantining anymore. It's a. I mean, yeah, people don't really do it. I mean, I'm still trying to do my part, and I don't, you know, I don't fuck with big gatherings. Um, I pretty much only really go to three places: my home, work, and the grocery store, and that's it. And I try to be quick about it. Uh, It was tricky to get you to Disney Springs. I'll say that. (laughs) I just, it's not over. Like I understand, like people have lives to live, and I don't blame anybody for that, but. Look at the numbers, and we're not out of it yet. I'll I'll definitely start treating things differently once I once the vaccines are finally getting distributed to everybody. And by the way, please do not be one of these people who are like, I'm not getting the vaccine. I don't know what's in there. We do know what's in there. They have been testing so many people for a while now. It's it. There's there's data there's there's testing there. My brother got COVID and I heard like firsthand what it was like. He had breathing problems. He's a first responder by the way. He's a doctor, um, and he was also one of the first people to get the vaccine. And he's fine. I mean, sure, people are also saying, well, let's see what happens in three weeks. Let's see what happens in three months. Well, I'll tell you what. You can come back to me, Eddie, and personally reach out to me, and I'm sure I will tell you my brother is alive and well. There's so much misinformation spread about the stuff. It's crazy. It is. And the second you come out with vaccines and the second anything, I mean, you're just going to light the the fire underneath conspiracy theorists ass. They're just going to they're like they're just going to run wild with it. And dude, I will be 100 percent with you. I'm sort of one of those people, not conspiracy theories, but like sure. The second the vaccine was announced, I was like, eh. I mean, well, I can't eat like I don't even apply for it technically, but I'm just. I, right. If I did apply for it, if I could get it, I would wait because it is brand new. I do want to see if sure. people are going to have side effects, reactions. Like, what's what's the general consensus of this vaccine? I would wait for that. I, I can mean, understand that. I I will say this, though. I will say, if you want to wait and see, that's a choice you can make. That goes for anybody out there. And I understand, like, I do understand the fear. I will say this. Here's something to get you scared too. Um, Great. Do you want COVID like a seasonal problem? Because that is the danger we face. Like the only way these vaccines work is if the majority of the population gets it. That's how we get 
herd immunity. It's the only way. If fucking half of us do it and the other half don't, well, then what we're looking at is, you know how the flu comes back and then we deal with that like every year? COVID will become the same thing. And get ready to start wearing your masks like once a year because that's the problem we face. Yeah, what is that thing is like that's a new well maybe not new thing but that's like a thing that's been going around right like breathing your own what carbon monoxide masks are not good for you to to be breathing for extended periods of time your own kind of uh, like you're <laughs> you're shaking your head and you're like it's bullshit Eddie <laughs> it's bullshit it's not true it's an excuse for Karens who go to Walmart ah! and like I don't want to wear a mask <laughs> for an hour. It's stupid. For, doctors have been wearing masks to their job for years. Yeah, well, their whole life, they're fine. What's the lifespan of a doctor? Can anyone Google that? <laughs> Go ahead, Google it. I mean, if you can prove me wrong with numbers, I'm I'm always willing to be proven wrong. No, but no, I okay. I don't I don't believe in it. I need to get Dr. LaCara back on here. She's uh, she's been on this podcast a few times. She's a she's a she is a doctor out in. Oh, um, do it, yeah. She's out in uh, uh, California. And uh, I need to get her back on here, kind of update me on some shit like that, because I have questions about it, man. Like, yeah, this whole mask thing has been coming back. Nothing in. wrong with ac- asking questions. The problem is when people just start denying everything and don't ask. They yeah. don't like seek information. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's weird. Uh, but I do remember trying to get you to Disney Springs, and then I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, like, I'm gonna fuck with them for a little bit, and I was like, Ah, oh, come on, Mikey, this is fake news. There is no fucking coronavirus. <laughs> I was or- getting upset, but <laughs> I should have known you were fucking with me. But I was just like, I hear so many deniers all the time and on social media that I think just my first reaction is to get pissed and and be like, No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. So who knows how long this shit's going on for? I I will say the masks are, they 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 are annoying, but. I mean, you can you can get cool styles though. I mean, look, so colorful. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a. Di- what is that? What is that design? No. It's like it's a Disney mask. So you can, if I can bring it closer. Uh, okay. uh, this is terrible for audio. Uh, but basically, I'm holding up a Disney mask, and you can see the castle. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it's got all these different colors on it. But yeah, I mean, you can. Yeah, there's a mask for everything now. There's literally masks. a mask for every yeah. single thing now. So, you know, I've I've kind of stopped buying masks because I'm hopeful that I'm just gonna not need them soon. But I mean, it's it's March 2021, and this thing really took off yeah. towards the end of February and beginning of March 2020, and it's been a year. I mean, just the other day on my Facebook, I got a memory from a year ago of me posting about the, like the first two cases in Florida. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. We've been dealing with it for a while. That's you know? for sure. And I, I always think about this, man. I always think about our, our like, like if aliens and uh, other extraterrestrial life forms exist, are they looking at us going, man, y'all suck. <laughs> like earth blows. Why? They're just more advanced. And they're like, you people don't have your shit together. Earth, you, don't, yeah. you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, they got us under a microscope, and they're just looking at us, running around, trying to figure out, like, putting plastic in between us. Like, uh, you all, you are so fucking stupid. It's not even funny how stupid you got. You think plastic, putting plastic between you and stickers on the ground and shit, man. It's our defense we have right now. Plastic <laughs> is our defense. Well, I mean, you really start stop and think about it. Like it's so barbaric in a way, you know. It's so 
Barbaric? Why? Plastic. Putting plastic between people. <laughs> That's, I mean, the concept of it is funny. You, you, you put a plastic shield between somebody sure. and you think that's actually really going to help. I mean, this thing doesn't care if it's like, it, it, you know, it, there's, it's, it's it, airborne, it, airborne. It can it's go an, in. It's, the, a, it's a numbers, it's a numbers game. So it's like, you're, there's very little you can do to a hundred percent, like, n- get rid of like infection percentage but when you when you put those barriers in between you're just you're decreasing the percentage that those that those airborne particles are going to reach your mouth nose you know so it's like we're just we're increasing the percentage of prevention is basically what we're doing yeah i got tested uh, not too long ago because i was just thinking you know i mean i haven't i haven't been tested at all during this and so i'm just going to get tested and so i went to the place and Mm -hmm. they swabbed that's good they swabbed the back of my throat for this one. I know there's a few different ways they can they can test, but this one they just had me open up and then they gagged me for 12 seconds and they were like, "Don't cough or don't Ugh. do." Yeah, so I'm like, oh, 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 like I'm getting deep through, like I'm deep throating a fucking. <laughs> I got a really easy one. I also don't know how effective this test was, but it was a very simple just cotton swab. But they didn't have to go like far back or anything. You know, there's also a pretty invasive one. Up the nose. I've never gotten that goes really far up the nose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It reminds me some of the, them can be pretty brutal. It reminds me of the flu shot. You remember back in the day they could, well, maybe they still do it. They can like spray a mist up your nose for the flu shot. Do you know about that? Oh, really? I didn't know about that. Yeah. I got that when that, when, when that was an option, I was like, I don't want to get a shot. Just shoot the mist right up my nose. <laughs> that feel it. Yeah. I don't, I don't fuck with the nose, man. The nose is so sensitive. <laughs> You know, yeah. I'm so happy I don't have allergies, especially now with pollen and shit. Oh yeah, my my roommate was had a horrible. We had a COVID scare because they, him and his brother, uh, both get pretty bad yearly allergies, and um, he had a really bad cough, uh, yeah. which was getting worse, and you know he was stuffed up the whole time. Um, he got tested not only once but twice, and. The second one was an even more effective test, and it was negative both times. Thank God, but that's what's so fucking annoying about the virus is you could just have allergies, and you're like, "Do I have COVID?" Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah. Anyways, switching from COVID talk because people listening are probably sick and tired of COVID. Yep. They're they're tired of that by now. I know. <laughs> yeah, we all are. Um, dude, I got a. I'm not bragging here, but I just wanna. I just wanna update you, man. I got a. I got a new. A new 2021 Mustang. I'm I'm riding around in a Mustang now. Wow. A yeah. 2021 Mustang. Do you mind if I ask how much that was? No, I will not tell you. No, I mean my. Uh, I didn't buy it outright. I'm not a I'm not a fucking millionaire. I have monthly payments on this thing. And, <laughs> Uh, it definitely see the, like the thing was I had a Sonata before and that thing was paid off. I finally paid it off. And so I had to, I had to decide, you know, that thing had so many issues going on. Like the dashboard was cracked. It had, it had sort of like a, a little bit of, um, and I tried to combat it so many times, like a little bit of a bug issue going on. Like I would always notice little like ant things on my console and I could never get uh, I could never get rid of them. It was so weird. I was like, "What is going on here?" Do they? I would take it through the car wash. I would vacuum it out. Anyways, so I was like, "Ah, do I get a new car and have car payments again, or do I have this piece of shit that I got to refurbish and never pay for another?" You know. So, right. I I busted. I busted, and I cracked like my dashboard and uh, 
picked up the 2021 Mustang and this thing is, I feel, I finally feel like a man for the first time in my life. Nice. Yeah. I'm, ha I'm happy for you. Yeah. Cause I've always, so you like the car. Oh yeah. I've never been a car guy, but I, I riding in this thing, I can understand why people are car people. Sure. Yeah. I'm super ignorant by the way. Like I know next to nothing about cars yeah, you're and not I don't a, claim to be an expert at all. <laughs> you're not a car guy, but when you can, you're going to get a Tesla. You seem like a Tesla guy. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. No, <laughs> I mean, if I had the, I mean, if I had the money, I mean, fuck it. Yeah. I'll get a Tesla. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly, I always said like, if I became rich, I would, cause I'm not like a super showy person. I don't think even money would turn me into one. I mean, who knows, but I would honestly probably just look up what's the safest car on the market and then get that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I originally wanted to get like a truck. I wanted to get a like Mustang. a Mustang. That's sick. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's not even like the fastest of the Mustangs. Like there's faster Mustangs that you can get. But I mean, when I get on the highway and I just hit the, hit the pedal, it, it's like, it's like a rush, you know, that I, that I never got to feel nice. in, my, in my other cars. Cause they would always, you know, they'd have to rev up and shit. And it felt like, why am I even trying to look cool in a Sonata? Cause I'm not like, <laughs> <laughs> is it a smooth ride? Oh, it's smooth. It's, it's candy apple red. Uh, awesome yeah yeah you gotta send me a picture oh yeah and her name's lucille in reference to negan's bat from the Ooh. walking dead so yeah nice i'm riding lucille um congratulations man that's a big purchase i understand why you're like you feel like a a new man that's uh that's a big step and here's hoping my date life will will, will increase you know yeah man do it for the both of us oh okay so you're in you're in the similar boat no uh no no special lady huh or man. Yeah. Kind of, kind of, um, <laughs> what's the word? Uh, volu volunteered, uh, abstinence. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Like you're choosing it. Yeah. Like I, I've got plenty of my own stuff to worry about. Let's, let's figure me out and then I'll figure someone else out. You know? Now, honestly, <laughs> seriously, like, uh, like be, be real with me here. Do you think you could ever fall for a guy? Well, I'm straight, so I don't think so. I'm just wondering. I mean, I am straight too, but I always wonder, like, maybe there is that one guy that'll get me. <laughs> you think, like, <laughs> just so damn attractive. You're just like, all right, I'll, sw I'll swing for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to say that, like... I, I mean, everyone's... You know... Everyone's on a spectrum. I, right? But I like, mean... Like to say that you never could is is just to is is being ignorant. I mean, I I would love to end up with a woman, but I mean, hey, you know what? If I if I come across a guy that that treats me well and I find good looking, you know what? Whatever. Yeah, all the power to you. I mean, I, I think it would be very unlikely for me, but I'm agnostic about most things. So who knows? Who knows? Yes. Agnostic. Maybe I'll find that one guy that just sweeps me off my feet, treats me well. And we'll just settle in a log cabin somewhere out in the wilderness and we'll just live our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, but then you gotta ugh, then you gotta get into the whole like see, I'm not about butt sex. So it's like how do you how do you be romantic? You don't have to be, by the way. There's lots of different there's lots of different gay relationships. Ugh. Um like I know, I know I won't mention them by name, but uh I I have a friend who's gay and I I know for a fact uh it's not really something he does, which is fine. That's just something you communicate with your partner. Yeah. And yeah, 
there's 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 lots of there's lots of different gay relationships. So hey, maybe you'll find a guy who's fine with that. Like, all right, no butt stuff. Yeah, no butt stuff. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll find a maybe I'll find a lamb or a, a goat that just what? Re- that really treats oh. me well. A lamb or a goat? <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> All right, I think I think this conversation has really uh, <laughs> taken a sharp left. Uh, right yeah, in, I, no, no lambs or goats for me. Right into a water tank. It's gone right into the tank. <laughs> yeah, just Eliza. She's in there. <laughs> nah, nah, man. Bestiality is ugh, ugh, ugh. Yeah, I, never again. Not after that one time. Dude, I'm done with it. I don't know why this inspired me. Like, I don't know why I correlated uh this to this but i'm gonna share it anyway so do you remember bobby edge do you remember that name bobby edge no you never worked with bobby at our old at our old bobby mutual place of work that you know what i'm talking about i feel i feel bad i mean the name kind of rings a bell but so he was not that great he was uh he was this insanely buff like for okay so I'll say it because it's in the past. We we both worked at Duncan and you and I, we both worked at Duncan and I had a coworker named Bobby who was this insanely, he looked like a bodybuilder. He looked like a mini rock. Like he could be close to like, if he worked out more, he could reach rock level status body. And he was working Damn, at Duncan. Okay. He was working at Duncan Donuts, bagging donuts. And he was always this insanely like confident guy. I think I do remember him as you explain this. Keep going. He was so insanely confident. He was so funny. He would say the most outlandish, ridiculous things. And I think this is why I'm tying it to him talking about like bestiality goats and shit like that. He would say the <laughs> he would say the most fucked up shit to me during shifts. So, anyways, he reached out to me the other day, and I haven't I haven't talked to this guy in shit years, but he reached out. And uh I'm literally reading his message for the first time. He he, he lives in Hawaii now. He's this guy that just kind of he's like a drifter. You know what I mean? He just kind of doesn't ever settle. He just kind of from here. I'm nomad. Yeah. Like from here, he went to Miami and apparently he opened a bar and that, and now he lives in Hawaii. So anyways, he sent me this message. I'm going to play wow. it. I'm, like I'm going to play it for everyone. He sent me this message the other day, February 22nd. He, this is what he said. I hope man. he doesn't mind. You just, you just go and <laughs> this is his name. This is where he worked. <laughs> no, because he's, because I invited him on the podcast. Cause I want to get this insane. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's coming on. So here's the message. What's up, Eddie Green, the mean machine? Man, hey, it's been a long time since I talked to you. Man, I'm just like you. I like the Terminator movies. I like the girls that play in the Terminator movies. I just wish they would get fucking naked in the movies. Get fucking naked. You know? But, hey, man, hope you're doing well. I like the girls in the movies. I wish they would get fucking naked. That was like a lot. That was some crack shit right there. (laughs) (laughs) He must have been so drunk when he gave you that message. Eddie Green, the mean machine. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's living it up in Hawaii. That's for sure. Holy crap. Isn't that funny? Like, but that's his that's his personality. That's. You know, that's that's wild, man. Yeah. 
That's but like he would say. That that. I would be I, if I heard that on my phone, I'd be like, "Holy fuck!" Like, <laughs> well, you doing all right? <laughs> it starts out so like it starts out okay. It starts out like I haven't talked to you in a long time. Yeah, it starts out kind of <laughs> normal, like just silly. Eddie Green. I mean, it's like all right, it's being playful. And then it's like it turns into like a almost like <laughs> a, what, what's that guy? That crazy. Um, that conspiracy theorist. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter, but it just turned into such an insane like rant almost. Like it's like, <laughs> yeah, I love the Terminator movies. Ah, and those girls get naked. Ah, in Hawaii. <laughs> Fuck. I right, see you later, Eddie. <laughs> like so insane. <laughs> yeah, that's why I love the guy. So I, the second I read that, I reached out. I was like, dude, you need to come on my podcast ASAP. That's so funny. He's a character. He's, he is a character. <laughs> he is those people that they put in movies that you don't think is real, that you, you think these people can't exist. You're like, oh, that. Yeah, like you think. Yeah, oh, you're my. like, oh, that's made up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you think, what the hell? There's no way this could actually be a real human. And that then there's people like Bobby in real life. <laughs> it takes all kinds, that's for sure. Yeah, man. It's the flavors of life, you know? You need people like that. As as fucked up as that message yeah. kind of could be to somebody, you know, I <laughs> I interpreted that as like, wow, that's a loving gesture. He wants to just reach out and this no, is definitely this is the way he did it. And that that's his personality. You know, he's like the crazy thing is is he's like a Bob Saget. So you remember Bob Saget? Like he's so dirty, dude. He's so dirty. But yet I don't think there's any dirt to him. You know what I mean? Like he's not a Harvey Weinstein. Sure. Same with same with Bobby over here. I actually don't think he's probably someone that's ever done anything bad with a, you know, like like yeah. sexual molestation, touching or anything like that. He, he Oh yeah, no, absolutely. He's just got a perverted mind and that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, as long as you're not being skeevy or creepy, who cares? Yeah, be be as be as perverted as you want. I mean, a lot of times my mind goes to dirty jokes, you know, and that's just, yeah, I think nothing wrong with dirty jokes. I think it's the way you're brought up. I think it's, you know, who, who, who influenced you, who, you know? Oh yeah. Everyone's got their roots. Yeah. Like I like, there's a reason, there's a reason everything I watch or is like super dramatic. And like, uh, I mean, that's the shit I'm into is like, and I, I like comedy too, for sure. I, I'm into like dark humor and you know, all sorts of stuff, but, my shit is when, when someone's just pouring their heart out to me and they're making me cry. Mm. That's the stuff I like. Yeah, man. Yep. I agree. The, um, uh, shit, where was I going with that? I had a really good point there and then it just fucking left. Sorry, I kind of derailed you. No, no, no. You're, you're, you're totally fine. Side tangents are what make a podcast, at least this kind of a podcast really good. Um, blah, 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 blah. I don't remember. Uh, but anyways, blah, 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 blah. dude, tell me this isn't crazy, man. I mean, I've, I, I've revealed this to a couple other people, but this is the first time I'll talk about it. Like I have talked about it on, on the podcast and not looking for sympathy, not looking for anything other than just a conversation. Okay. So, you know, my dad, right? Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I know a little bit about him. I mean, I've never heard too much yeah, about yeah, yeah. like, you like, know, his story. Yeah, like you know him, like you know what he looks like. I'm sure yeah, you could pick I'm him not. out in a in, in in like a group. I'm sure you could be like, oh, that's Eddie's oh, dad. Yeah. He has a very specific he has a very specific look to him for yes, sure. Yes. So he has the beginning stages of Parkinson's. Oh shit. Okay. So 
there's a couple interesting things here. One, I've found out that that shit is genetic, dude. So like now I'm thinking, God damn it. Uh, yeah. You know, like what are my chances? Not to turn this on me, make, you know. I'm going to try very hard to not do what you said to not do. I'm going to try to keep this as a conversation, but just know my heart goes out to you as you say this. But yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sympathy is, I mean, sympathy is nice and all, but I mean, really like nothing we can do. I mean, it's just, that's the, that's the hand he was dealt, yeah, but sure. it's genetic dude. And so I'm yeah. thinking, man, at some point I'm going to be Michael J. Foxing. That's what I call it. It's, it's Michael J. Foxing. You're going to oh be, <laughs> but dude, here's the best part, man. He is so, he's so like, um, what's the word? He's so, uh, he doesn't take it as like a death sentence. He takes it as like a, like a, like a pun. He takes it as like, he somehow finds humor in it. So the other day, my friend came well, that's over. Great. It's so good. He, uh, my, my friend Leticia came over and if you were to come over, like whoever were to come over and, and, and see him and talk to him, um, he would do the same exact thing. He came over or she came over and you know, she was being sympathetic and everything. And he was like, yeah, you know, but now I have a new calling. I can be a bartender. And he, and he pretended shaking violently while he was like mixing a drink. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you know, it's like shit like that. I think you have to really kind of approach it as, as comedically as possible because I mean, that's great that he can do that. And I'm sure, I'm sure you're the type of person that would, that would try to handle it the same way. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I I'd like to believe, like, if something like that happened to me, I'd like become empowered, and I would like do the same thing. I'd be like, oh yeah, <laughs> gonna die in three weeks. Uh, that I'm not saying your father's <laughs> gonna die. In three weeks. Um, I'm just saying, like, if I had some like like terminal illness, honestly, though, thinking realistically, I would probably be one of the people that would handle it so terribly i would be kicking and screaming and and like bargaining with god and being like like I, i'm sure i would eventually wrap my head around it but i just know i'd be a little bitch about it i know i would be yeah i'd be like this is terrible yep oh god up oh, we up oh. oh yep there we go can you hear me i hear you and can you see me? Uh, give it, give it a second. It's doing a little loading thing. Doing a little loading thing. I think I might have to. I might have to leave and then come back in. So hold on. All right. See you. One second. And there we go. There we go. Cool. But I think it's great uh, for people to be able to find their peace with it and even like you know incorporate humor like that's that's great i'm i'm glad he's dealing with it the best way he can yeah yeah it's crazy can you hear me by the way it's saying that you can't hear me no i can hear you okay yeah the, 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 this discord thing is it it was a good option i don't know that it's necessarily selling me on it though i think streamyard is a little more no yeah maybe we'll try something else maybe i'll have a computer next time exactly do this. or maybe we'll be yeah. in person that's the most ideal that would be great. That would be great. I love in person. Now there's not really uh, too much of a lag. So maybe I think when you start a new thing, it kind of kicks the lag out of the way. Yeah, I don't know why. Thank you, Discord. Yep. And uh, when I when I left and came back in, it says, how was your experience? <laughs> they just keep asking me, how's my experience? Was it good this time? <laughs> did you did you like this disconnect better than the first one? <laughs> was the lag up to your lag standards? Did you... 
like the lag? Was the lag good? <laughs> we can't guarantee a lag-free experience, but was it to the to the minimum? Yeah. But uh, for everyone out there that might be dealing with, you know, something like that, you know, I think he's a, he's a shining example and, 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 you know, to take any kind of yeah. diagnosis, I mean, it could be the most, you know, like it's like Alex Trebek, man. Remember when he got diagnosed with cancer? I mean, that motherfucker kept working. He was like, I'm going to beat this. And, you know, it, it's debatable whether he, he beat it or not. I mean, he kept working. So in a way he beat it, but uh, I mean, ultimately it fucking took his life, but you know, it is what it is. It's like that movie 50-50 with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Phenomenal film. You want to cry, man? You want hard, dr- dramatic? Watch 50-50 with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Got it. 50-50. That's about, a guy On who, my list. that's about a guy who finds out he has spinal cancer. Holy crap. And Seth Rogen's in it. He plays his best friend. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. I will check that out for sure. Um. So, yeah, I mean... Are you thinking of, uh, we don't have to stay on this topic for too long, but are you thinking of um, like getting tested? I don't know how e- like detectable it is how early on. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't, re- yeah, I haven't really looked into it. Um, you know, I have to, uh, it's just sort of breaking news kind of thing. Like it's been like about five days yeah. or something like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm they can. I'm just curious what's like, what's going on in your mind. Cause I, I, I'm very, I'm very happy. Like, I'm glad you, your father's like setting a great example. I'm just curious, like, you know, what you're thinking about it. I mean, some people like my mom is like, she's like, yeah, if I have can't, if I have cancer, you know, I don't even want to be treated. And she like, doesn't even, she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to go to the hospital to even like see. And I'm like, well, mom, like some cancers are very treatable. Like, uh, cause she, in her mind, I think she's like, she doesn't want to like, she doesn't want to like prolong like and, and make the suffering last any longer than it needs to. Right. Yeah. Um, and I can understand that, but at the same time, I'm like, well, mom, what if this is like, what if it's like a very treatable like tumor or something that you can get removed? But like, that's kind of her perspective. I'm just curious the way you would handle it. If you would want to know, if you don't want to know. Well, I think the thing is uh, with, with something like Parkinson's versus cancer, Parkinson's doesn't necessarily take your life. It doesn't necessarily sure. really, you know what I mean? It's just more of like, it's going to fuck your life up for the time you're on. Right. Earth. It's not going to be, it's not a death sentence, so to speak. Is there any sort of difference in life expectancy? Not that I know of. No, not that I know. Okay. Of. Well, that's good. At least it just, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of things. And, uh, this is something that, you know, only, only after you get a diagnosis, do you, do you look back and you go, Oh yeah, those sort of were signs that we just took for thinking like, that's just him. Like, that's just who he is. You know, we didn't think of it as that could be the beginning stages of something bad. It's just, that's how he is as a human. So stuff like, you know, kind of, I don't know, jitteriness, like not even jitteriness, just sort of always like having to like move his hands or like make sound effects, like, 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 like shit like that, or, you know, like whatever, like just like these things that you think are just comedic effects, you know? Um, yeah, it's crazy, but, uh, yeah, there ain't, as far as I know, there ain't a cure for it. And, uh, right. But I looked up a, a Michael J. Fox clip recently and I always remember him like being really kind of, for everyone listening, I'm just sort of yeah. like, yeah, actually, he's calmer now. I don't know if that's the medication. I don't know if that's just aging. Uh, he also got diagnosed really young, and my dad is in his 70s, and he just got diagnosed. So, you know, that's a factor too. Yeah, that's pretty insane. I didn't know your dad was in his 70s. Wow, isn't that crazy? Yeah, 
So, but yeah, at some point, I'm sure I'll, I'll start shaking. <laughs> oh my God. Shake it till you make it. <laughs> I mean, like even now as I'm recording this, right? Like my leg, my right leg sort of bounces and I just take that as like, I'm wow. jittery. You know what I mean? Like I'm just jittery. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, 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 I try not to just stay still. Like I have to kind of, and even See, what's crazy though, is that, Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Finish your sentence. No, no, no. I was just going to relate it back. Like, cause since we're on a call here together, like you like doing the fidgety shit, you know what I mean? No, that's, that's so funny. But like, that's also like a sign of just, um, I mean, that could be, th that could mean so many things like Parkinson's, like you said, is a genetic thing. And I'm pretty, I have no history of Parkinson's, Parkinson's in my family, but it's, that's so similar to like me. I can't stand still, but, um, I think I just am a very fidgety person. And, and I feel like it's part of my anxiety in a way where it's like, uh, I need to be occupied. And like, like, uh, when I'm on a call with someone, I pace, like, this is taking a, a lot of like patience and focus to be sitting here, like just like talking to you. But even now my body's like, what move, are we doing here? Move. What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. And when I'm playing a video game, I think that's why I like playing video games so much because it keeps my brain and my hands occupied. So I can sit down and do that because it's like, you know, all my faculties are being used. It's, it's keeping everything like honed in. So yeah, but, uh, yeah, no shakiness really. Yeah. That, uh, I seriously swear to God that caught me so off guard. I was just, what? That's crazy, dude. No, 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 no. Like, like I'm saying his joke about being a bartender and like, Oh, the bartender. <laughs> yeah. Stealing <laughs> <laughs> drinks. Oh my God. Yeah. He's like, I have a new call. He's funny, Oh yeah, definitely. That's where I definitely get the 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 humor from. Is uh, the, if 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 humor is genetic, uh, that's who I get it from. You ever think about doing stand up? Like I know you love doing the podcast. No, I oh dude, stand up is fucking frightening, man. And I only say no because yeah, I've, it's hard I hard as hell too. I watch so many stand up specials, and I go, man, you have to have some sort of special ingredient in you to be able to to do that, man. That's you know? part performance, part writing, part improvisation sometimes but it's a lot but yeah like that's the thing that's why i could do something like because a, a mutual thing between you and i is theater uh, why i could do theater sure. because i wasn't eddie on the stage i wasn't eddie now i can't imagine going out onto a stage with an audience and being eddie and trying to be funny as i'm being eddie i can't imagine that i can't imagine what that feels like you know there's something different about just being funny. someone else yeah, that's a lot of uh, what I like in performance is getting to see uh, the world through a different lens. Uh, like it can teach me a lot about um, just other people's struggles, other people's way of living. It can keep me in touch with my emotions. It does a lot for me. Um, but the, yeah, getting to kind of live another person's life or, or at least live a little bit in their skin is super cool. But what's funny is the play I'm trying and hopefully get back to writing now is not an autobiography, but autobiographical in a way. So when that does get finished, that will be probably a performance that's as close to me as I could get without it just being me. 
Yeah, yeah. Do you think you could do stand up? So stand up? People have even suggested that to me. They're like, uh, oh, you would you would you would do great. And I'm like, I don't know. Like you have to have your set and you have to have it fine-tuned and you really you really need to be entertaining like on the fly, like every second of your performance. I feel like you need to really want to do it. That's where your passion has to be to like do it because you have to dedicate time to your writing to like you have to have your beats down it is like its own performance in its own right uh it would take a lot of practice i don't know if i would ever do it <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's next level kind of uh putting yourself out there you know and yeah for sure very vulnerable vulnerable as fuck it's that's all you yeah yeah. I think I have some funny insights, but nothing that I really think would be that gripping. Like sometimes I'll notice something and I'll be like, that's funny, but I don't know if I could turn it into an act. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be, you got to be uh not to bring them back. You got to be a Bobby edge. You got to be, you got to be somebody that just gives zero yeah, you fucks, gotta, zero fucks given. That's part of it too, is you have to not be self-conscious about the ideas you're throwing out there, which I think is definitely something that would stand in my way. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, I'm supposed to um, uh, later this year. Last year, I was supposed to see him. He was supposed to come to the Amway in Orlando, but he had to postpone it because of COVID. But uh, in August of this year, Joe Rogan's coming to the Amway. He does he does stand up, and uh, I got tickets and 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 everything. So um, I don't know who is going with me because I have I've offered it to somebody, and I'm and who knows what that could be in in so many months from now. So. Um, if that's something that, uh, if, if, if the slot opens up, if they fall through what's whatsoever, then, uh, that could be something that we could do come August time. That'd be a really cool, just go to the Amway and see a dude who has mastered stand up. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever yeah, seen his, fun, man. I don't know if you've ever seen his shit, but he, 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 he's funny. I've seen a little bit, not that much, but yeah, he, he, oh, I, I've seen, I've seen a lot of his stand up like about weed where yeah. he's like, uh, talking about how like people say you shouldn't smoke, uh, around your kids. He's like, I do it. The only difference is, is I just start having really deep conversations with them. And, he, and this is a really funny joke where she's, she's like playing with her, like your teddy bear or something. And he's like, you like your teddy bear, sweetie? She's like, yeah. And he's like, do you like it because you feel like like you're protecting something? Like it makes you feel like you're nurturing it? And she's like, <laughs> just like getting so deep like over the teddy bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, you're, you're, you were my first experience. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. And then, uh, and then I did another podcast where I did it through a bong. And that was sort of, that was, I don't know, something about that was... I, th I feel like I've talked to you about it. I feel like yeah. I just, I got in my car and I started driving and the fucking stoplight would never come close. It stayed far in the distance. And I was like, I was freaking out. And I was thinking, I remember actively thinking in the moment, what if this is one of those scenes from those movies, like comedy movies where I feel like I'm going 60 and then it cuts and I'm going five. It's definitely the, you were definitely probably getting annoyed. And it was fucking with you. Yeah. Um, I feel like you get used to it. Like the more you do it, obviously with like with anything. Yeah. Um, like, cause I, I have in a long time now, 
like no like when i first started i would like it would like make me anxious or like paranoid like sometimes now like i'm pretty calm no, no matter what um good so i feel like you just you, you just get used to it definitely if you're too high do not drive <laughs> that is uh my little psa definitely if you yeah yeah for sure yeah yep yeah man and I like, uh, I like, uh, I've always been a big fan of your, I'm pointing at his beard that he's, I've, I've always like, cause I remember seeing you as someone that was so clean shaven. It wasn't funny. And now it's always great. Yeah, to for a long... It's great to see you in the beard game, dude. Thanks, man. I've been, I've been working at it. Lots of just kind of waiting, trimming, waiting some more. Yeah. Um, it took a while at first and yeah, for the longest time, cause of all the jobs I worked, I was never allowed to shave. And then finally I got the chance to, and I was like, let's see if I can grow this out. Like, let's see how far I can take it. And I'm, I was very happy. I thought, I thought I wasn't going to be able to honestly. Yeah. 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 There's that, there's that awkward phase. Like you're, like you're talking about getting past that awkward phase or just yeah. even growing it. Yeah, no. Cause it was really, I even visited family when it was really patchy and oh my God, I got like berated. Yeah. <laughs> like my, like my, my mom's like, uh, it looks bad to shave it. And so, like, so was my brother. And, uh, they're like, yeah, get rid of it. And I'm like, I just started guys. Like you have to, you have to wait. Yeah. And then it finally started growing to what it was now. And my mom's like, you know what? I like it. And I'm like, I told you, I told you to wait. Yep. Yep. There, there's such an awkward phase when you go, when you go to grow beards. And so now it's like, you've gotten past yeah. it. It seems like, is this gonna, is this the length that it'll stay at? Or do you want to go for something even create like even crazier? I mean, I know it can get longer, but it starts to look really messy when it gets thicker than this. So uh, I might just keep trying to do what I've been doing because I think it's even thicker now than it was um, like a couple months ago. So I'm just trying to really just get it filled out, but I don't think I want it like long. Like, I don't think I would want it the length of you, but it looks good on you. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I don't really even care. It's like uh, same same kind of criticisms have come my way. It's like you look homeless. You look like scruffy. You look. Oh my god! I don't think you look homeless. You know, because I mean, I really don't like maintain it, and like other than wash it, you know, I have beard wash. Uh, I comb it. Yeah, definitely. Other than, other than that, yeah. I, I I literally have just let it go. I just wanted to see what would happen if I ne just stopped. I think you've shaving. been. You look like you've been like in the mountains like on a retreat or something and like you've you've like kind of just lived yeah. like in the mountains and you, you just talk to the squirrels and you know oh maybe you're almost no <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah i have to no I, I like it though very burly yep i have to i have to try it I, it's something that i had to try and then i shaved my head yeah um really let me see well i think the last time i had i had it was shaved. I think it was like shaved down, but it wasn't like bald. I mean, it's sort of grown yeah. back now, but like there was a time that I literally took a straight razor and I just took it down to the, to the scalp, took it down to the skin. And I was just wow. like, and I was like, I just want to try this. I want to try the the beard look and I want to try the, the bald look on top, see what that kind of looks like. And you know, that's a look. it's a look, it is a look. That's for sure. Uh, I don't think I could do the bald thing. <laughs> Yeah, you've always. I don't you, think that'd work for me. You've always rocked a good head of hair. I like I like my hair. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's badass to go the fucking Walter White route for sure. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep. I just had to if like if I just shaved the sides of my face and then 
kept the handlebars and then had the bald look. That is a, that's yeah. the Walter. There you go. Yeah, yeah man. nice man. Keep all keep doing it. Yeah. Well, hey Fucking man, let that thing hit the floor. Ooh, ZZ Top it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Rob Zombie. <laughs> Rob Zombie. Yeah, that, <laughs> that dude's wild. Yeah, dude. He's a. Uh, he's not doing anything as far as movies. I don't think. He. Are you? I know him for his music. Okay. Okay. I was gonna say, are you a zombie fan in terms of like music? Because I, I actually really like his music. I think it's it's definitely not what I would normally listen to, but he does what he does well. Music wise. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Filmmaking. Uh... Oh, I I had no idea this. He was doing movies. <laughs> you you didn't know he was a a filmmaker? No, I, I I just learned this now. Yeah, yeah, he's a filmmaker. He did the the remake of Halloween. He did uh Oh what? Yeah, he did um what the hell is it called? House of a Thousand Corpses, The Devil's Rejects. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, he's busy. Yeah, I mean it's it, it it's always been horror movies that he's that he's done. That's his aesthetic. Makes sense. Yep. But uh, he's very controversial when it comes to his filmmaking style and everything. Yeah, I agree. He's he's a, he's a really good musician. I there's a lot of songs in my Spotify playlists when it comes to zombie. Um, but yeah, yeah, I could grow it like that. He definitely does not give two shits about his beard, and he's got a hot wife. So I mean, you can actually get the best of both worlds. A wife, yeah, yeah. Well, brother, I think we'll round it out. Yeah, we're clearly dying off here. People stopped listening like half an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope not. But anyways, uh, if anyone wants to no, get I'm in, just, I'm just kidding. If anyone <laughs> wants to get in touch with Mikey on Discord, it's this is my username. <laughs> yes, uh, this is my username, and the tag is. Hold on, let me tell you just just to make sure you guys can reach me on yeah, Discord. Yeah, yeah. It's this is my username capital T tag eight nine nine one. There you go. Hit me up, and I'm sure I will. I'm sure I'll answer you. Yeah, no matter what he's doing, he'll he'll pick it up. <laughs> I'll drop everything. Yeah, man. Well, we covered a lot here, dude. We covered Doctor Seuss. We, did. we covered the Cecil Hotel. We covered bestiality. We covered uh, beards. Beards. COVID. Rob Zombie, um, stand up theater. Yeah, dude. Sins. What else? What else did we cover? Park Parkinson's, cancer. Oh, yeah, Parkinson's. Yeah, yeah, yep. We covered the whole spectrum of the human condition, basically. So yeah, we yeah we made a, a almost complete podcast. We just didn't really focus on. Um, no, actually, I think we did. I think we covered everything here, man. I love you. I miss you. I, I I love you. Miss you. I I I wish we could see each other more often. Um, Me too. But you know what? Life life gets a hold of you and just bends you over and pounds you in the back, and you don't like it. But it's what it is. It is. It is what it is. And that is the moral I want everyone to take away today. What? It is what it is. Oh, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And always remember you can you can leave. You can pull out. You don't have to keep getting fucked by life. You can decide life can does not out. Yeah, you you can decide life does not get to fuck you. 
It's true. That's true. Don't let life fuck you. Yeah. Yep. All right, dude. I uh, I, I do want to take hey, a photo. Brisky. I do want to take a photo. So let me see. How, how can I do this? Okay. I, I want to take a screenshot. Get my good side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see here. How do I do this? This hair is terrible today. Horrible hair day. There this line. All right. Here we go. On the count of three, I'm going to count it down on the thing so you'll see me go here. All right, let me see. How does that look? Let's see here. A lot of weird poses. Uh, let's try one more. <laughs> okay. Let's try one more. This is also entertaining for people listening. They're like, what the hell is going on here? All right, let's see what that looks like. That looks like it could be better. Oh, yeah, much better, much better. All right, brother. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for sharing sharing your insights and Yeah. It was great to it was great to be on. Great to hear how you're doing. Lots of interesting topics today. Thanks so much. Yeah, dude. I love you. And I'll let you know when when this is out. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Love you too, man. All right.